Mikey and Rinidin. Yum. A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mikey and Rin Eat In. This is your host, one of your hosts, <laughs> Senator Mikey Sheether. This is a group effort, and this mm. is Rindog. Rindog. Mm-hmm. I, I did a um, honorarium of senator. Yeah. You didn't want to do one? Doctor. Doctor. Yeah. Okay. What? What's What's your field? <laughs> the I'm a doctor of. Get it. Glucose is oh, what glu- I'm a doctor oh, of. Oh, yeah, okay. That's interesting. <laughs> Glucose. You're the um, sweet sugar doc. Yeah. We thought this week that we would we would talk sugar. Yeah. Why? Um, well, it was a big week in our household this week. There was a um a glucose tolerance test. Yes. That um people have to take when they are pregnant to discover if they have gestational diabetes. Yes, yes. And this was a thing that not only were you concerned about it for a really long time, um, because you are, let's just say, if people don't know it, the healthiest eater, <laughs> both during pregnancy and otherwise, that I've ever known. And I think that you were worried about this test because, one, it's just like it is a test that's kind of like, it's a judgmental test, mm-hmm. for sure. And then people fucking made it sound like you had to drink like boiling diarrhea. Yeah. Like this drink, people were like, oh my God, it's the sickest thing ever. And it was gross. I will say Um, for those of you that don't know what the glucose tolerance test is, you basically uh, come into the lab fasting. Yeah. Draw your blood. They figure out what your fasting glucose is. Yep. And then you can do an hour, a two hour or a three hour test. I did a two hour test. Yeah. And so after you do, you do this blood draw, you have five minutes. It's like a challenge. Yeah. You have to drink this very sweet kind of semi-syrupy drink yeah. that tasted to me like kind of a thicker, flat Sprite. Mm. Um, it was gross. It sounds totally, gross. Yeah. Totally gross. Um, Just to stop you real quick, um, this is Mikey and Randy Then We are a food show. Yes. We talk all about- I know. We did just jump right just in, didn't we? just jumped fucking straight in. Just wow. Yeah. Sugar taste buds first. (laughs) Um, And every week we come to you and we talk about the food that's going on in our lives, the food that's going on in our world, the food food that's going on in our season. And we have great guests on. Mm -hmm. Um, We also kind of started picking some certain, like specific things for our episodes lately. So we're doing kind of a primary colors version of our show where we're doing kind of things like burgers, pizza, like specific foods. Uh, But today we just decided that we wanted to come on and talk about sugar. Yeah, it felt All very sugar. relevant to the week that we're having. Yep. Um, which is my 28th week of pregnancy. That's true. Up here. Yeah. And um, it also feels like summer. Summer feels like the sweetest season. For sure. Yeah. Ice cream and like fruit is popping. Otter pops. And yeah, totally. Bomb pops. <laughs> <laughs> pops of many variety. But yeah, sugar. And sugar is just one of those things that I think. Um, well, it's been super vilified, um, for sure. It's something that we're all told to, told to avoid. It's something that some of us crave more than others. And, I, you know, I'll talk about it more on the show, but, like, some of us crave in different forms, mm-hmm. right? So I think um, 
Yeah, but I don't know. We're kind of going to we're going to dive in. Why don't we just continue talking about the glucose thing? Yeah. Because I think it's just so relevant. And then we'll kind of dig in. We're going to like tell some stories. Sorry, I'm burping. <laughs> we're going to tell some stories. We're going to, I don't know, give some facts and stuff. And we're just going to have some laughies and some jib jabs. Yeah. Yeah. And also talk about the serious, some of the serious stuff. Maybe. To do with sugar. Too. Sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um. Yeah, so this glucose tolerance test, you then, um, after you drink this drink, you have but the to drink, sit. But the drink was like flat Sprite kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's. I just think it's funny because a lot of the people that were like, "Oh my god, it's the most disgusting thing ever." These people have fucking most certainly bought a flat of soda at Costco before, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "You you drink Diet Coke all day, right?" And you're gonna say this is the sickest thing you've ever had, right? Well, I think during pregnancy too, your taste buds are different, yeah, and some people are really sensitive to very sweet things, yeah. Um, and there's the thing that we've yeah. been talking about lately, where there's the story topping yeah like people have to like you tell them your birth story and they have to say oh you think that's bad well this is what happened to me right everything has their thing has to be bigger better worse whatever yeah it's weird and i think that you know people especially during pregnancy you know there's some traumatic things that happen and you kind of want to work through them and the the way that some people do that is to is to you know kind of tell big stories about things totally yeah um yeah, the drink was disgusting. It's sure. and and the you know the interesting part of this test, right, is that it's a it's a moment in time and it's not um, real life. <laughs> right. you know, nowhere yeah, yeah. in real life would I would I consume this sort of beverage. But yeah, um, like it's like the equivalent of like drinking two unfrozen otter pops or something. <laughs> not even more than that. Maybe three of them. Yeah, it's I don't just know something how that wouldn't much for you. sugar is actually in this thing. Okay. But what they want to see is how your body is and your hormones, right, right, are sort of managing the sugar load. Yeah, totally. Um, and and it's and there's a yeah, lot of talk lately a- about the continuous glucose monitoring. That's mm-hmm. like that's happening kind of more in the like CrossFit-y sort of keto world. Um, but this is like just this morning. At this exact time right. where you're at. Right. It seems like they should have something better. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. A I more think, you know, picture. doing a, um, you know, just a monitoring of what your actual day-to-day is and right. your normal diet and getting a picture of what your blood sugar is doing might be better. Sure. Um, but yeah, I have, I had a lot of issues with this test. I was very stressed going in. For sure. Um, they, they also told you it, like. It really got us thinking a lot about um, just about sugar and, you know, from a a sort of chef perspective and also, you know, me as an herbalist, um, sugar is, it's ubiquitous sure, and it's been something, you know, historically that's um, troubling, (laughs) Um, you know, used in small amounts. And then once it kind of came to the Americas, it was used in much larger amounts as we do. (laughs) Enough Um, that we had to make it out of different things. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, So yeah, that's what we're, that's what we're bringing to you today. Yeah, I love that. We're thinking through today. Well, let's, I think we should start the, this part of the show with like, what is your, what do you think your relationship to sugar is? Like Mm -hmm. some people like think, say like, I'm a fucking sugar craver Mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, what do you, where are you at with sugar? I am a somewhat of a sugar craver, but I am a sugar denier. Like I I don't really let myself have sugar. Sure. Um, You know, it's the thing. I mean, it is the, I would ultimately say beyond like fat, salt, all the other things, like sugar is the one that 
You're, it's demonized. You're not supposed to eat sugar. Right. And yeah, and I think just for me personally, it's a um, it's the like most comforting thing that mm. I could eat. You're so, saying like pick, pick what's your most comforting thing? A cookie. A cookie. Yeah. Yep. Like a chocolate, chocolate chip, chip cookie. cookie. Yeah. yeah. You're not wrong about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, more so than having like, you know, a uh, something that's really fatty, something that's mm. really salty. Pizza something. or something. Yep. See, this it is- doesn't quite do the same thing. Bread <sighs> would probably would probably fill that for Are me you gonna as say well. that's sugar though? No. Well, I mean it is like it is. the way that it behaves in the body is, is sugar, but we'll if we're talking about like an actual you know, <laughs> thing I'm you dumping think about sugar. Yeah, I'm dumping right. sugar into a baking product. But it's not then. sour patch kids or something, right? Right. Well, this is the part that I have a hard time with is that I love sweet things. Mm-hmm. I love a brownie, I love a chocolate chip cookie, but I think my body craves starches more. Mm-hmm. Like I crave a beer, I crave a slice of bread, like mm-hmm. a baguette. And cold butter and salt, Mm -hmm. like that to me is my dream. I could eat that every day for the rest of my life or pizza. Yeah. And but those those things are sugar. I mean, pizza is salt, sugar, fat, right? Right. It's the deadliest combo. Right. But I also I'm the only one in our house that eats things like a sour patch kid. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Swedish fish is kind of the only thing that you'll maybe fuck with. But yeah, that's not that's not really where my sugar mind goes. So maybe it, it you know it does have also to do with the Carby, oh yeah, something else that 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 you can get from a like a chocolate chip cookie. For maybe example. I just like it all. I, <laughs> I kind of keep rolling through my head. I'm like, oh, I'm above some of those things, but no, it's like I like dark chocolate. I like Airheads. I like yep. Snickers. I like you know tro- German chocolate cake. Yep. yep. But I'm also like, if you if if there was one, what do we call those things? Like salt, sugar, fat, acid. What are those called? Flavors? Flavors? Is that what it is? So salty? I mean, if I was to take out, if I had to take out one specific thing, it'd be sweet. Hmm. Like, no doubt. Yeah. Like, if I could eat just like, if I just had to eat pepperoni or something like that for the rest of my life, I'd be totally happy. Yeah. I could skip sugar, like direct sugar forever. Yeah. Like, ever, never eat chocolate again, it'd be totally fine. Yeah. 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 But uh, the hardest part for me would be like, it, it, you know, does that include wine or something? Right. Right. You know, I don't know. It, yeah, it's a and weird sugar, sugar is, I think for a lot of people, it's it's given as a reward. I know oh, that yeah. my mom has told me that when she was toilet training me, <laughs> I would get an M&M yeah. when I would do something on the potty. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that like lights it's up a, a, relationship a very particular pooping. part of the brain, right? <laughs> and I also remember as a kid graduating from being able- <laughs> If you able- make chocolate, you get chocolate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but graduating from being able to eat like two Oreos oh. after dinner to three. Whoa. That was like a big deal. Wait, and I remember what was the threshold? this. Two Oreos. No, but what did you have to do to get there? I don't, I don't remember what the- <laughs> You finished your I don't term remember paper in what college? The, no, no, no. What the, it was like a developmental stage or you something. You mean like you went it from was second like, to third grade? It was like an age or something oh, like that. I that's can't, awesome. I can't really remember what it was, but it's hmm. it's very imprinted in my mind that there was like that's dope. a moment <laughs> where I could grab two or three instead of two. God, I just had a sleeve of those like six, the little six Oreo packs. We oh. were at camping recently. I mean, I forgot how good they are. Yeah. It's and it's the cream is kind of it, it's like it smooths the kind of sharpness of the chocolate, mm-hmm. but those chocolate cookies are so good. Mm-hmm. I don't know Oreos bang. 
I love them. They're the <laughs> ultimate. And I I can't remember in my house if we did like candy as a reward or something. I don't I have no memories of that. We definitely were a candy household. You know the things that happened in our house? We kind of had like fancy a little fancy chocolate. Like we would have Toblerone. <laughs> because okay. my grandfather would like give it like give it to us or whatever. And he would sometimes bring those like the gigantic bars. Cool. Um, and then we always had the biggest snack in my childhood that I remember from a sweet perspective was just chocolate chips, semi-sweet mm-hmm. baking chocolate chips. Mm-hmm. And I would just go in, grab a handful of them, and usually grab like a handful of peanuts. Like make your own Snickers. Well, look at you. You know what you were doing there? I was combining salt and sweet. Well, you were, Unfat. but you were also helping to sort of slow down the absorption of sugar, mm. which was yes, very exactly intuitive. Was so doing. like every time I think, <laughs> oh, okay, I'm going to go have a, a piece of fruit, I will always have fat with yeah. it. Like I did that today, right? Oh, yeah, you totally I had did. a yeah. little plum yep. and I had a bunch of pumpkin seeds. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Um, no, what I was doing was um, my fucking mom won't buy Reese's peanut butter cups, <laughs> but I can make a peanut butter cup in my mouth with the chocolate and the peanuts. So nice. yeah, 100%. It was, you know, but I mean, it was, there's a little bit of a high, I mean, even it's not so much now, but like five years ago, I would tell people like that I was working on snack projects that were salty and sweet and people would be like, salty and sweet, and it's, I mean, I don't know, the dumbassery around that. It's like Snickers has been playing on that forever. Yeah. And, but it's, I, but at the time, and the, like, Creators, is that what it's called? The popcorn that's the caramel and the oh, cheddar. Right. If you guys haven't had that, woof. Right. That could be the death of me. <laughs> I could eat myself to death with that. But I mean, the idea that as a young kid, I was doing salt and sweet, mm-hmm. I don't know, a little high level. Yeah. Future totally. chefy. I also was the kid who, do you remember Licka Sticks? No. They were like those, it was a pouch, like a fold out three compartment pouch. Oh, was it pouch. the powder? Powder with like the yes. weird, like it looked like a big aspirin. Oh, <laughs> the sticks yes. were like a long aspirin. Gross. And I don't even think I would use the stick. I would just dump all the sugar into a bowl and get a spoon. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a lot. Because wasn't it also sort of sour too? Yeah. Well, it was, no, but I mean, basically it was Kool-Aid powder. Okay. Yeah. You know, with a little citric acid, I think. Yeah. But I mean, I would go over to. God, I'm getting that like. Um, yeah. That like feeling in the back of my oh, like back of my jaw right now. It was now. me. I love that. With that like tangy, yeah. But I would go to people's houses, and I can't remember specifically who it was, but there was people whose families had like country time lemonade powder mm-hmm. or tang powder or Kool Aid, and I would go in and just come fucking armed with a spoon <laughs> and just be like, boom, boom, boom. and I had a couple parents be like. Wait, <laughs> like you're not eating the Oreos, like you're eating the powder, the tang powder. Yeah, it was a lot. That's a imagine lot. what those poops looked like. Oh, I can't. Yeah, it's like Woodstock. <laughs> 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 kind of tie dye bullshit going on, going on there, Pete Seeger. Why? Right, let's. So we're gonna do. I I pick. I I picked like four facts. Yeah. Do you have some? Um, I have more. Just kind of a brief. Wikipedia. Yeah, a little. Why don't you do those? And I'll spy, maybe I'll pepper in some some sugar facts. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I think the one of the important things about sugar is that um, you know it's it's linked to poor health, right? I think that oh, we can yeah. we can sure. sort of say that. <laughs> um, and you know things like obesity, things like diabetes, sure. Um, 
And we've certainly had an increase in this country, yeah. right? Especially but, over the past several years. But wouldn't you say that a lot of that has to do with the fact that like everything has sugar in it, right? Like all plants have sugar in them. Sure. Everything does. Sure. But we've isolated the sugar part of the, sh- the plant yes. and then made it into sugar. Yes. Like sugar didn't really exist. Like even sugar cane is not, sh- it's not sugar. Right. But we've made it to like, it is its own ingredient. Yes. And then we've coat every we coat everything in it. We infuse yes. it with everything. Like I think it's you always kind of get back to this when we're talking about eating, but like this is the idea of eating whole foods. Right. Is if you're right. getting your sugar from eating fruits or romaine lettuce or like whatever, and you're getting kind of naturally occurring fruits or sugar, that's one thing. Right. But we're our diet is just so steeped in added sugar. Right. And it's it it's what's keeping us addicted to that yeah. that particular food, right? I think, you know, right, I think totally. the the fat is a part of it and the salt is a part of it. But I think the sugar is the because hook. yeah, because it yeah. really does trigger this for a lot of people, this really deep, resonant mm, comfort. Yeah. In right. So in the tradition of herbal medicine that I've studied, which is Chinese herbal medicine, yeah. the um the the flavor of sweet is it, you know, we say it like nourishes the spleen, which mm. which basically nourishes the digestive system, nourishes okay. the center, nourishes the like the 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 earthiness, right? So it it is this like deep connection to our you know our comfiest kind of moments, mm. and so it's also um, nature's cocaine. Absolutely, right? Yeah, totally. and there's a reason we call cocaine booger sugar. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's the it's the dumbest of the tastes, like salt, fat, all mm-hmm. those ones or whatever. Sugar's the dumbest. Like you just eat right. sugar and you go, this tastes good. Right. And it's like, yeah, of course it tastes fucking good. It's, it's sugary. Yeah. And to your point. And it's breast milk. Yeah. To your point, it's also, it's the thing that's going to give us that, man, I've got that two o'clock or that three o'clock. Right. Um, uh, low. Sure. Right. I'm going to pop something sugary well, and, and I'm going to get that boost. And, and I'm also going to get probably a little like serotonin buzz yeah. too, right? Well, and, it's, and they would talk about, you know, hunter-gatherers when they would go out and then, you know, they'd find berries. And it was like, you know, you, they weren't getting a lot of meat because the kills were kind of, you know, inter- they, you know, the kills were kind of few and far between. But they could get these berries that mm-hmm. would like just like, you know, kind of juice them through, no pun intended. But, you know, they could eat the berries and it'd be like, oh, I got these pops of energy. Right. And at least that's something, right? Right, right. So I get it. Yeah, and that's, that's really what, you know, sugar – historically has been it's either been medicinal so yeah. you use it in small amounts or it was something that was only available to the elite sure. right and they're not still it's it's something that's going to be used in a really in a really small amount but what we've <laughs> done here with something and you know you spoke a little bit to this sugarcane is something that's you know was historically really difficult to process yeah and so, yeah, you're not you're getting just just a little bit, right? It's sweet, and you know you're kind of sucking on it, but you're also getting fiber when you're doing that, and like yes. all the other things. All right, so I'm I'm gonna pepper in my first fact because mm. you said medicinal value. Yeah. So first of all, when I went and looked on um, the interwebs for sugar stuff, I typed in fun sugar facts, <laughs> and I started reading things, and I'd be like, oh, these are these these facts have an interesting bend to them, and then I was noticing. It's all, these were all articles written by sugar suppliers. Oh, nice. <laughs> so 
Here's Domino, our, tell yeah, me more. Here's our first one. Um, while your physician may discourage consuming too much sugar in your diet, sugar actually has medicinal value. <gasps> you ready? When poured into a wound, sh- sugar, gran- sugar granules will soak up moisture that allows bacteria to thrive. <gasps> Without the bacteria, the wound heals more quickly. In some parts of the world, this procedure could save the lives of people who could not afford antibiotics. It can also be used on infected wounds containing bacteria resistant to antibiotics. Tagline, sugar saves limbs, dot, 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 and lives. <laughs> Wait, who, which sugar company this is from, came, came with that? This is from, I, I don't know how you say the name, I-R-E-L-Y, I-R-E-L-Y, and it looks like I don't 100% understand, but it looks like they're like a wholesale, they sell sugar. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got a couple more facts coming from iRely.com. I rely on you for wow. really fucking tainted um, sugar knowledge. So, so sugar saves limbs and lives. Yeah. So you can pour <laughs> sugar into a wound, which might be true. Sure. But like, I don't know. There's also gauze. Yeah. And antibiotics. Yep. But if you don't have antibiotics, and, but you do have sugar, that's that's awesome. <laughs> sure. <It's> cool. <laughs> Amazing. So anyways. Um, first fact. Yeah, I like that. Yep, it's pretty I great. I like that. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty extraordinary though, right? The 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 mass commodification of sugar, you mm, know? Sure. Um, and we can't really talk about sugar and not talk about the fact that this was possible because of slavery. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Um, well, and the, uh, the, I mean, the spice trade or the mm-hmm. idea that like Columbus was looking for the spice islands, that what he was originally mm-hmm. looking for. I mean, a lot of that was also about sugar. Right. For sure. Totally. I mean, sugar was considered a spice before it was considered a sweetener. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, sure. And yeah, I mean, and- I think there's that dark part. And then there's also World War II right. with the commodities, which we can right. talk about after. You know, I don't know if you have much to say about. How deep you want to dive into slavery? Right. Well, I mean, it's, it's it was bad. I think that's the that's one of the big taglines. Well, I think I think too. It's, <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> slavery I, was bad. I think too. It's Hot interesting. Take. The you know figuring out how to mass produce this thing that was never really meant to be mass produced. Sure. Right. Yeah. And it was the work was dangerous. Um, yeah. As most mills of you know of things are those damn threshers. Yeah, and so you know we've got this this real desire for this this sweet thing. Sure, um, was it on a, the it, backs of black people? Mm-hmm. And it was originally um, sugar cane, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then became beet sugar because beet sugar is now where most sugar comes from, right? Oh, that I don't that I don't know. Oh yeah, I think most yeah. Domino and all those are all beet sugar. Huh. I'm pretty sure the dude who um, because it's cheaper. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. totally. Yeah. Um, and it's just, and you can grow it anywhere. I think it's, it doesn't need to be in like a tropical climate. The person here. Well, what's, sugar cane, I think they were growing it. Yeah. Cause it's like Caribbean yeah. or it's originally from the New dude, Guinea, I think. The dude who, what's the mansion called? The Piddock Mansion mm-hmm. in Portland. I think the way he made all of his money was, was, I, I don't know about inventing, but at least a lot of it was about, was uh, growing beets and selling beets for sugar. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what the percentages are of beet of what is beet sugar versus what is cane sugar. I mean, this is, and then, you know, of course, nine, most of our, not sugar, but sweeteners now is from corn. And this was the you know story that I was kind of like talking about with World War II. 
you know, we ramped up food production, we ramped up monocropping in the, the middle of the United States, you know, cause we were like, let's overproduce a bunch of this food basically that we were going to either export or that we were just going to sell a ton of here. And then we kind of got addicted to that and corn, we needed to find more usages for it. And so high fructose corn syrup, corn syrup, right, right. excuse me, became such a huge thing. And I mean, that's the reason that they're, they're in everything now. You know, it's like, it's it's a wild thing, but like high fructose corn syrup made it there because it was like a necessary invention. Right. They have like, we got all this fucking corn. How are we going to make it into something that we can, A, take up less room mm-hmm. with? So, I mean, so high fructose corn syrup, you need very little of it compared to like cane sugar to sweeten something. Right. So you can just pour a bunch of that in there and, you know, it's not going to fill up the whole can with sugar. I think it's mostly cane sugar still. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I I thought it was definitely more weighted towards beets. I mean, white table sugar, it looks like it comes from either beets. Yeah. Um, And it's usually sold without the plant source clearly identified. Oh, yeah. And I think beet sugar, I think they taste a little. I mean, they I, do. They do. They do. And for I think sure. they blend them. I mm-hmm. think that's kind of the idea. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Contrary to what many people believe, there are only 15 <laughs> calories in a teaspoon of sugar, which can be burned off in 15 minutes simply by socializing with other people. <laughs> what the fuck? Contrary what? to what many people believe, there are only 15 calories in a teaspoon of sugar, which can be burned off in sim- uh, in 15 minutes simply by socializing with other people. Yeah. So there, are, there are so <laughs> many problems with that statement. I just like that they're like, what are you doing that you're, when you're socializing that's burning? Your chin wagon. Yeah, chin wagon. Chin that's wagon. true. Yeah. Hand yeah. jobs maybe? Like furious, like sure. <laughs> working sure. up a sweat. Sure. But I like that it's only 15 calories. And then the, the thing that came after this that I didn't um, copy and paste was something to the effect of sugar doesn't make you gain weight. Calories make you gain weight. It doesn't matter where the calories are from. So stop saying that sugar makes you overweight. That's a very um, Weight Watchers way to look at things, very right? Sh- I sell sugar <laughs> yes. way of looking at things too. So, <laughs> Yeah, I love, I love the idea that the only thing you really have to be concerned about with sugar yep. is the is the caloric intake. Oh yeah. No, nothing That's else it. is a problem. Yeah. Well, this is like I always I love those I feel like it was a couple of years ago there was the you know all these fucking cool turn their chair around backwards and talk you know talk real talk with the kids <laughs> science teachers that were like it's all about caloric, you know, in caloric intake and output. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to eat McDonald's, like one guy only ate McDonald's, like chicken nuggets or whatever, but he just made sure that he was, you know, uh, expelling or whatever, outputting right. more calories than he was right. intaking. And he like lost all this weight. Right. And so what, what does it teach the kids that just to eat chicken nuggets? Right. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. And you're a teacher. Right. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> well, and it doesn't take into account bio-individuality, right? Of course, Which I and think it doesn't say if something... you eat them, like all the no. health effects of eating them nonstop. Right? right. And of course, and this guy, you know, could be someone who's like has a high metabolism anyway. Sure. Or, right. Well, and it's all of us metabolize sugar very differently, mm, right? Sure. This is why they do the glucose tolerance test when you're pregnant, mm. because your hormones greatly affect the yeah. way that you're metabolizing things. And your right? hormones are different. I, I, this is a dumb question, but your hormones are just that significantly different. Oh when yeah. You're I mean, yeah. increased. Raised. Yeah, totally. So then that means that they're processing sugar less well? Potentially. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, potentially. Okay. Um, so they're kind of like party timing. 
Yeah. They're just doing something, maybe not paying attention to the- Yeah, and while you're pregnant, you're like, you've probably got a little more sugar mm. in your blood anyway. Right. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, and it's, you know, we've we've talked about this on the show before, but I have, you know, had a PCOS diagnosis, which oh, is sure, yeah. the thing that made it really challenging for me to get pregnant. Right. Um, and does a, you know, a whole host of other things in the body. But a part of what PCOS, the PCOS picture is, is oftentimes um like blood sugar dysregulation mm. and um and you know, which sometimes can lead people to be pre-diabetic or mm. diabetic. Does it happen um, the other direction? I mean, because you say um, disruption or dysregulation. Does, does it, it make people like hypoglycemic yeah. too? Yeah, oh, sure, That's sure. Interesting. But it's it it's oftentimes because of like this fluctuation. You're you're you know perhaps eating too much sugar and crashing. Oh, okay, yeah. Too much sugar and crashing. Um, and hmm. so you know, an insulin is the thing that like comes and sort of like eats the sugar and it's helps like us. the yeast of the body kind of like i mean well, I was, that's kind of an interesting way to think I about wondered, it <laughs> yeah because it's like because yeast yeah like needs sugar in the formula in order to kind of to feed it right right so i always i someone said that to me i don't know years or maybe i said it to myself but yeah because i never understood what insulin was right yeah, i mean right? it doesn't it doesn't need sugar but it's oh. it's the thing that helps to um metabolize sugar oh, right okay, yeah. so According to Total Health, men and women should consume different amounts of sugar. Women should limit limit their sugar consumption to six teaspoons per day, while men get to eat as many as nine tablespoons of sugar per day. Not about any specific man or woman, but just if you if you woman six, if you man nine, and I like that it's sixty nine. <laughs> it's so great. fucking stupid. Doesn't matter what kind of man you are or what kind of woman you are or something in between on the spectrum, but you can just have more sugar if you have a penis. That's so Congratulations. Great. A third more. Love that. Okay. Um, so insulin is what helps the um, blood sugar enter cells. Okay. Osmosis. Right? So sort of like ushering in so mm. that you can use well you, so that you can use it for energy oh yeah right it's the sugar bouncer yeah that's a yeah yeah um yeah bouncer <laughs> or maybe escort Ooh, escort. sexual escort Sh sugar sex <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. so helping it get into cells and then also um uh helping the liver to store it too, oh okay so yeah that, like you know if you need a pop later on yeah. Um, you can release some into the bloodstream. Give me your number one, the thing when you were a kid, if I gave you a dollar, no, let's say $2 and you went into your grandfather's corner store, mm -hmm. what are you coming out with? Mm. Probably sugar. Definitely sugar. Yep. I, I don't know about my grandfather's store. <laughs> well, just um, like, well, yeah, what was your, like, if I gave you two bucks and I said, go spend it on what you want, where are you going? What are you getting? Well, I I'm it's funny because I'm thinking about Tanzella's, which was oh, our yeah, little the, like, corner. Yeah. yeah, and I would always get they they sold sandwiches, sans vegetables. It was right. just like really. <laughs> I think amazing, we've talked about them on the show before. It's amazing, amazing Italian bread and meat and cheese. Um, but I would always also get a yuhu ooh and Swedish fish. Oh, dude, that's a good combo. Yeah, that's a killer combo. Yeah. Yep. I mean, sugar upon sugar upon sugar. Yeah, but that was the thing, though. 
Yeah. I mean, because I would get a Coke Slurpee and, Oof, and a wow. Charleston Chew. Wow. Vanilla. Yeah. I don't know if two bucks would get me there, but. Wow. Yeah. It's so much. And it's the thing, so much. And the thing that would happen, you know, with a Slurpee is that it, you know, it starts, like, if you're drinking it when it's, when it's fresh and cold, it's like you're drinking ice. You're kind of getting, like, it's yep. almost like drinking an iced Coca-Cola. Yeah. But as it starts to melt. Oh, it's syrup. It's just syrup at the bottom. And I, I, I didn't hate that at all but then also what happens my favorite part is the top of the ice becomes clear because all the syrup's just draining out mm. uh, it's like the emulsification is like breaking down mm. but i would love that ice on top like all i wanted was a slurpee that was water like lemon water flavored like with no sugar mm. but you can't do that because it won't freeze but oh i had a slurpee like maybe six months ago 100 percent held up god i don't know oh. when or where the last time I had a Slurpee was. Someone tried to, to fuck with me about saying that a slush puppy was better than a Slurpee. They're not the same? Not even close. <laughs> a slush puppy is like baby, it's like baby teeth in a in a it's like the ice is just it chunks. I think that's what I would have eaten oh. or had as a kid. God, they're I disgusting. Think. Like they're just tiny ice cubes where like a slushy or a Slurpee is smooth. Um, yeah. Okay. It's like I can't don't even come at me with that okay. garbage. Yeah. Uh, eating sugar can give you wrinkles. This, this was on one of the websites and I was like, Oh God, they actually told some truth. It's common knowledge that eating too much sugar can cause weight gain, but few people know that it can also affect the elasticity of your skin. Mm -hmm. It turns out overconsumption of sugar causes glycation. Awesome. Mm -hmm. A process in which the sugar in your bloodstream binds to proteins, forming molecules that make the collagen in your skin more brittle, which in turn causes wrinkles. I like the idea that it sounds like a glycemic vacation. Glycation. <laughs> <laughs> but this was like the, like. This is from the sugar distributor This was from, well? eh, it might be from, well, I mean, no, it was, but it was in a, it was in an article that also was saying like, sugar's not as bad as you think it is. Maybe it wasn't by the sugar company, but it did say that. Wow. Yeah, it was maybe like a BuzzFeed article, though. I don't know. They all felt like they were tinged with a little bit of sugar lobbyists. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is strong. Oh, I can only imagine. Strong. Yeah, that's, a, I mean, because uh, imagine like the petroleum industry and all this. I mean, this is, sugar's in everything. Yeah. In my food world, you know, which I do food innovation and I help companies make new things. I mean, I've been in rooms with people that have suggested some wild shit mm, with sugar mm -hmm. wild stuff with deep fried cheese and things like that mm -hmm. for sure a little more mm -hmm. but sugar like the idea of how we can like take sugar mm -hmm. make some part of its invert sugar some parts of it this some part of it's that mm -hmm. and then we can wrap sugar and sugar upon sugar and it was just it is wild. wild it's wild to see ingredients that have that Cane sugar, yeah. cane syrup, yeah. invert sugar. Well, remember I had I got Sour Patch Kids when we were camping. Yeah. And it was just sugar and color. Yeah. But it was four different four types different of sugar. Kinds. Yeah. yeah. It was corn that syrup, was it was invert sugar, it was yeah. yeah. And then it was these colors. And I mean and the, oh, and then citric acid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But and I loved every bite of them. <laughs> they were wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you, you know, you spoke to this in the beginning, but sure. our our first flavor really with breast milk is sweet sweet right um if you are getting breastfed and then with even with um with formula oh yeah so it's i mean this is like when i drink like pedialyte or things like that like we used to buy it in cases because we were hungover college kids <laughs> sure. and, but you drink it and it was like drinking sugar mm -hmm. um but you know it had electrolytes in it and stuff and I, you know 
I don't know. It's sugar. I find sugar affects me a lot more now. Mm, like if I how? drink a sugary something, um, especially like real fake sugar, I will get like acid reflux like crazy, hmm. like worse than spicy food or anything like that. Yeah. And it's why I just kind of avoid, I don't know, even if I would want to eat something like a Sour Patch Kid, I just can't. Yeah. It's not fun for me. I'd rather eat, like I love a peanut M&M. Yeah. Love it. Salty. It's got the enough sweetness. That's my movie, my movie snack for sure. Mm. Yeah. 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 Is there anything else you want to tell me about um, sugar or should we go eat? <laughs> not, not sugar. sugar. Yeah. Now that. Um, yeah. Let's eat. Okay. Let's eat some. I think it's going to be a ginger mm-hmm. chicken stir mm-hmm. fry with cauliflower cauliflower rice. Oh, I like that. Coconut cauliflower rice tonight. Mm. Don't tease me. Um, our little man, Rigatoni, party time, Sheether, the babe, <laughs> is the size of an eggplant this week. Yeah. And so uh, maybe I'll share a recipe for a really, really easy eggplant recipe. This eggplant spread, is it the eggplant spread that you're going to share? Yeah. And it's just like- it's so good. Yeah. Poke some holes. Roast the roast the eggplant covered in a little bit of oil until it starts to like kind of limp, become like flaccid. And then, then you scrape all the stuff out and just kind blend of it. Whatever you want. Yeah, it's an amazing base. It tastes. It's like I, I'm. I've. I hate hummus. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be maybe a, you know shots fired moment, but I hate hummus. Um, it's very boring. This is like a better hummus. Mm. Yeah, it's just easy. It's delicious. I don't know what the nutrient value of it is, but I mean, it's just like we had it on last night underneath some like. Um, chili crisp kind of coated um, green beans from our garden that I just like blistered in the oven real quick. so good. Crazy good. Yeah, it was really unique flavor. I like So yeah, Little Man's 28 weeks, size of an eggplant. Eggplant emoji also means dick, which I think is really fun um, (laughs) because penises are hilarious. And this has been Mikey and Rin Eat In. I'm Mikey. I'm Rin. And tonight we're going to stay in, eat some food, eat in, (laughs) and then (laughs) we're going to watch. Actually, we're watching so much garbage television right now. So much garbage. Yeah. Married at first sight. Thank you. Oh, God. All right. Love you guys. Reach out to us. Let's eat at MikeyandRin.com. You can also follow us uh, on Instagram at MikeyandRin. We'll see you next week. Ta-da. Thank you.